Hello, and welcome to You Talk. I'm your host, Ryan Funk. You Talk is a program dedicated to diver. You Talk is a program dedicated to diversity, highlighting native-born and new Canadians' cultures and experiences. If you identify as LGBTQ+, it can be incredibly nerve-wracking when expressing who you are to society. The decision to come out of the closet can be even more challenging when you're concerned about coming out will not be accepted by your family or community. Pinoy Pride Vancouver is a social and support group for the Filipino-Canadian LGBTQ community, their families, friends, and supporters. They work with a community steeped in traditional values and work towards understanding and acceptance. Virgil Hilario is the co-chair of the board and tells us more. Because I want to contribute whatever I can to the, um, to, to the Filipino uh, LGBTQ community. And it, it being in this, um, this society allows us to uh, give a voice to all these people uh, who would never be able to speak up regarding um, important issues like injustice and, you know, um, all the different issues that we deal with as uh, Filipino LGBTQ um, members. And uh, it's very unique experience. It, uh, being a Filipino and LGBTQ is different from other um, LGBTQ communities uh, because there is a big... Uh, uh, culture and religion actually um, affects the uh, the decisions that we make as uh, LGBTQ uh, members. You know, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's yeah. I had I had talked to uh, someone before uh, that is part of the LGBTQ uh, community and also uh, Filipino, and they were talking how you know uh, the Philippines is incredibly conservative, and that kind yeah. of uh, affects yes. that whole community. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, we have a member, uh, they're, they're, they're a couple, uh, a lesbian couple, and I've been talking to them uh, since before they actually got married. And one of the, um, the issues uh, the partner was having was because um, the partner wouldn't uh, introduce her to the parents, to the family, and and she was spending too much time with the family as well. And uh, because even though there's uh, there's love between the two, it's the uh, how the family sees the couple plays a lot into how they're going to be accepted. If if you're not accepted by the family, it's it's a big deal because it weighs a lot on your decisions. You know, um, we respect the family a lot. Uh, as much as we are LGBTQ and we probably have feelings, strong feelings for one another, we still take a lot of consideration as to how the family will react to the partnership, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, us, you have those strong family ties. It's, yes. It's really hard and you don't want to cause a fissure there. No, no, it's, yeah, it, 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 it family matters a lot to us. So, uh, so we have to being being in a uh, society, a Vancouver Pride Society, 
um, allows us to maybe guide these people more and at least advise them, give them advice on, on how to deal with these kind of relationships, their kind of relationships, um, to give them support. That's what we, that's, I think that's the best thing we can do. And that's why it's important for us to be around is to be able to provide support for these, uh, for these people, especially the younger ones. Um, mind you, even the older ones need a lot of support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, and again, it's because of the whole family thing. It probably takes us a lot longer to decide to come out of the closet. Um, so we have a lot of people who are like, you know, 50, 60 years old who still haven't come out of the closet because of the whole family thing. You know, yeah. So I mean, it's good to know that there's an organization there that is um, there to you know answer questions, show support, become a community, and that's basically what we're there for um, to provide support and also to sometimes to provide space for these people so that so they can be who they are and you know mm -hmm. be comfortable in who they are uh, with their loved ones. You mentioned a little bit about the, uh, the, the Vancouver society is there to be that support and that community. Uh, can you go yeah. a little bit into the history of the organization and, and just maybe a little bit more in depth about the, uh, the work that it does? Kanoi Pride Vancouver society was created in May of 2011. And it was actually created, uh, by, uh, NDP, uh, MLA Mabel Elmore, who's an openly lesbian Filipino Canadian politician. And so she decided it was time to have uh, a Filipino LGBTQ um, organization. And uh, we've, what we do is we usually, we, we participate a lot in the um, annual Filipino Independence Day celebrations. Um, and also we mm -hmm. participate in the annual Vancouver Pride Parade. Um, aside from that, we also do the Dyke March and the AIDS Walk. Uh, we have also held some uh, uh, some social um, activities like Mabuhay Dance Party and the Kaboom Pride Party, which also showcases uh, Filipino talent, LGBTQ talent. And we also have a regular um, radio show um, that we host mm. And that's how we can promote um, Filipino LGBTQ members of the community who con who are contributing significantly to the community. And so we showcase those people on our on our radio show. And also we also promote uh, nice. Filipino awesome. culture. It allows us to promote Filipino culture. And uh, it we also um, we also uh, collaborate with other Filipino organizations. In a lot of the um, activities, um, in um, a couple of years ago, we also hosted the uh, a panel discussion after the screening of Call Her Ganda at the uh, Vancouver Queer Film uh, Festival. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that story. Uh, when uh, Jennifer Laude, who was a uh, transgender Filipino transgender, was uh, um, murdered by a uh, American soldier or a Marine, I think. Um, and so we... Yeah, had, I think Alex was telling me a little bit about that. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we did that. And I think I, that was one of our 
uh, most important um, activities. Um, we also did a dialogue on racism, oppression, and internalized racism um, after our annual general meeting um, this year. So we we wanted to hold, I think, another mm-hmm. session of that uh, next right. year. Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, how long have you been involved? So just just need to talk over the Pardon? Uh, I think I've been there since 2013, around that time. So, uh, but not in this capacity because there was um, other people who were uh, ahead of me. Or, but so I've just recently been really um, active in uh, in uh, working with the society. During your time from 2013 to now, how have you seen things maybe uh, in the organization change or maybe just in the culture uh, change over those those years? Well, I think now we're beginning to get a lot more involvement from the younger group, which is what we really need. We want to, I think, going ahead, what we want is really have the younger group involved in the in the society whereas before it was the older um, members so but now I think we we're lucky that we're getting the uh, the younger group uh, involved you touched on it a little bit but why is it important to have a pride society I think it's important to have a pride society because it allows us again to to voice our opinion um, to express our ideas um, and uh, regarding issues that are, mm-hmm. you know, relevant to the community. Um, mainly, it provides us with a voice um, to let our voices be heard. And I, I guess uh, you know, having those voices uh, are incredibly important, especially for you know, visible minority. Uh, uh, communities, you know, we we talk about LGBTQ plus uh, yes. representation, but you know, being a visible minority, you're also dealing with you know that whole other avenue as well. Exactly, especially now when you have um, racism again is is being a relevant issue these days. So uh, we try to be involved in all the. I, we are actually getting involved uh, with other Philippine org- organizations right now in tackling that issue. Has there been any uh, movements or kind of uh, discussions in order to, you know, uh, work at opening up kind of the the more conservative ideologies of the Philippines? We are. It it is one of the things that we're looking at. Um, We need to address that issue. Actually, we one of the um, upcoming projects we have is to uh, train the staff at the uh, Ministry of Housing in how to deal with LGBTQ members. Um, I think that's one step towards that because there's still a big pushback uh, with regards to uh, the older, I mean, older than, well, we're talking older. We have a a lot of Filipino organizations are uh, composed of the older members of the community. And that's what we, that's who we deal with, right? So it's important for us to start opening their minds as to how, who we are and how to deal with us and to treat us with respect. Uh, you mentioned that you do these uh, talks on racism. Can you go into a little bit more detail onto those and the work that you do there? Yes, we like, 
We actually deal, uh, collaborate with um, other organizations. So one organization we deal with, we actually deal with is um, Tulayan. And also we actually, uh, and Daloy Puso, we have other organizations uh, um, that are, and I think they're also dealing with the government. Uh, the government has also set up these talks. So um, they've called upon other organizations to, uh, to speak up and be part of the dialogue. So we're part of that. We're trying to be part of that. Yeah. So um, what, what do those sessions kind of look so, like? What, what is that dialogue going on in there? Actually, it hasn't started. Oh, it hasn't started we actually, yet. Okay. We we, we, we did have one uh, during our uh, our uh, meeting, and one of the uh, what what it, what we do is we try to um, to figure out how we have to deal with racism. Like we try set up scenarios and and then try to ask for um, for uh, opinions on on suggestions on how you deal with this kind of incident. Um, and so, yeah. Can you give me maybe a, an example of uh, one of those uh, topics or scenarios? What they would be? There was a, uh, there was a video that became uh, kind of popular recently about a uh, a son, a Filipino son, who who posted a video of her mother, and um, because of the way the mother uh, speaks. It was. We brought up the fact we, we it raised it raised the questions on whether um, it was it was that a racist uh, a racial um, attempt or was it this is it racist because the what what the, the son tried to point out was how um, the mother actually uh, had the accent. Mm -hmm. So he he was asking. He was asking the mother all these questions, uh, like say YouTube, and so the mother would say YouTube, or uh, say some something. Some I forgot what the other words were, and so he was trying to make it look funny. Yeah, he was trying to make it look funny that that his that her mother was having this accent and how different she talked, and so that was we we had to we had a discussion on that, and how others how other people felt was it you feel it is racist uh, was it a racist video and so yeah so so those were one of the dialogues that we had was something like that um and i think that was just our ppvs and but these other talks um that are going to happen are um uh organized by the by the government okay very cool so uh, when it comes to just uh, the LGBTQ plus and uh, uh, Filipino community, what are some things that you would like to see moving forward? You know, we're, we're in a fresh new year, 2021. What are some things you'd like to see addressed? Any concerns? Uh, just, uh, you know, moving forward, building these communities and connections. I really want to, I want to really focus on the youth. Um and whatever whatever the concerns are, and basically what, the of course the youth is like is the coming out issues issues coming out and giving them more support, um, because there's still issues on the, the suicides and all those things that are going on. So I want I think I want those addressed. Um, we have to give them provide the, empower these people, um, empower the younger generation so they don't so we can 
reduce the number of, uh, of suicides. I think that's, that's one of the things I want to address. And also, again, well, the racism where, you know, it's rearing its ugly head again, and it's something that we need to address now before, we, uh, before it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you would like to uh, talk about at, at this time? Anything uh, with the organization, any upcoming events, or just things that you're seeing within uh, your community? Uh, well, we also have, uh, we try to be part of the whole community because there's a big, uh, Filipino, there's a lot of Filipino organizations, and it's always been, uh, there's this thing about, uh, well, the Chinese society has their uh, community center, and it's always been an mm-hmm. uh, issue on the Filipinos having a community center. We've been trying to get that done before, and it's still an issue, so we're trying to be part of that. Um, we're also trying to promote um, the um, education of the, 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 uh, the kids here on, on, Filipino, on the Filipino language. Mm-hmm. So we want to promote that as well. Um, but also in the, uh, in the coming year, we're also going to do, I think we're, we're trying to get a grant uh, from, uh, from Surrey so that we can do our empowerment series, which, is, um, which would be available to all the different organizations and as to how to hold a board meeting, uh, their roles, responsibilities, or something like that. So we... We are. We try to collaborate with other organizations in the community. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully, um, things will get better, and we can sort of go back to as normal as we can. <laughs> so we could actually uh, put these other projects into effect and implement mm-hmm. them. Uh, it really sounds that the the work you're doing, uh, you know working on these social issues, but at the same time, it sounds like you're still trying to stay connected within that Filipino community and, and culture, you know, like in preserving the language and keeping those familial ties. Yes, yes, because that's part of the culture and that's the the unique issues that we deal with as a Filipino LGBTQ um, society. Uh, All right. So where can people go to find out more information about the Pinoy Pride Vancouver Society? We do have a Facebook account under Pinoy Pride Vancouver Society. And we also have an Instagram account. And we have uh, a Twitter account at, uh, at Pinoy Pride Van. So uh, Perfect. And or they could, uh, they could uh, tune in to CFRO Radio 100.5 FM on uh, during the first Saturday of each month where we have uh, Pinoy Rainbow at Jeepney Cafe. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things do you usually talk on uh, that radio station? We usually promote um, Filipino artists or uh, or um, some uh, whatever, if, if there's some relevant issues that have come up, we try to promote uh, People who are dealing with those social issues again, you know, um, our uh, musicians. We tr- we also promote, our, of course, our uh, Filipino uh, music because it's radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so also all sorts of things uh, that uh, that we can do. There's so much we can do. That's why we love having the the radio program because it allows us to 
to do a lot of things and uh, accomplish a lot of things through radio. Uh, a lot of interviews uh, with prominent, uh, we have uh, prominent Filipino figures coming in and uh, talking on several topics like uh, when we have the annual recipients of the um, uh, Marshall McLuhan Award. Okay. Um, we feature those people. Um, so it's it's very interesting. Oh, it's very exciting. It seems like uh, uh, you're very busy <laughs> over there at the organization. We are very busy with a group, with a board member of like six <laughs> trying to get all these things done. <laughs> I, I guess uh, just kind of a follow-up question. Uh, uh, the organization seems like it's really trying to you know, reach out to the younger generation. Uh, why do you think they're a little hesitant to, you know, get involved? Uh, because they really, I don't think they, it, it, there's maybe a gap still. Mm. Um, because it's it's an older, it's an older group. A lot of, a lot of organizations, Philippine organizations are handled by old, and they, they it, a lot of these people try to hold on to the positions that they have, um, and maybe they have this. Uh, they have that that. Uh, um, they, they, there's a gap, and uh, why? Well, that's why we're trying to get more younger people in order so so maybe they can relate to the younger people. If we have more younger people, then they can relate to these people easier. Maybe it's because they just can't relate to to us, you know. Um, and I think they seem to have maybe like. We need to find out what other issues they're interested in. Maybe we need to provide you. you, you maybe that's what we need to do. Um, what What do they want? We maybe we just need to figure out what the issues they're concerned with are. Mm -hmm. Just kind of bridge that gap so, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because it's different. What you know, they, they have different issues. Mm -hmm. um, so we need to figure out what they what they are and and try to see if we could. Uh, reach out to them. If you have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight, leave a comment on our social media or reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk, and have yourself a good one.